Hi, I'm Jeannie Kelly, your credit coach, and I have with me today John Reedy. Hi, John. How are you? Jeannie, how are you? I'm Good great to hear from you. Good to see you as usual. I know. Great, great having you. And I'm excited because, of course, we talk all day long. Uh, yep. And I just wanted to have you on the podcast to talk about mortgages, a hot topic for a lot of my listeners, because a lot of us are uh, right now home shopping. So, Absolutely. yeah. So, John, let's just start with this way everyone can get to know you. How did you even get into the uh, mortgage industry? Oh, this was uh, pretty funny. I was um, actually working at Tropicana Orange Juice. I was a regional sales manager, and I had uh, been coaching T-ball with a guy from Wells Fargo, and uh, he kept on asking me about, um, you know, being a mortgage guy. And I, um, I said, listen, I have, you know, so many people working for me. It's not going to be something I want to do. Well, sure enough, um, things changed. We reorganized, and all of a sudden, I found myself with a year severance and could have went back into the food industry, but made a phone call and said, hey, let's talk. And uh, that following Monday, I started at Wells Fargo as a loan officer, trained, and um, I've been here in the mortgage business ever since, and that was, uh, I guess, about 20 years ago. <laughs> and I think that's when I met you, John. Yeah, right. I, I uh, initial initially I was at Wells when we initially met. Yeah, right, right. Yep. And where are you now? And so now I went from uh, Wells Fargo. Uh, after ten years, I went to uh, TEG Federal Credit Union for a little bit, uh, about three years, and then um, a lot of my uh, counterparts from uh, Wells Fargo went to Prime Lending, and so um, they kept calling and recruiting me. And finally, I uh, gave in and gave it a shot. And I've been here since uh, almost seven years, not six years now. Mm -hmm. And it's been fantastic. Great place Aww. to be. We're a mortgage uh, company. We're not a broker. We're not a bank. We're not a credit union. So we do things quite differently than most people uh, out in the industry, which is a good thing because we have every bit of the products that everybody else has. And everybody in our organization is written alone uh, once in their lifetime, at least for sure. And what does that mean? So a, a lot of people will say, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, obviously I know the difference between a bank mm -hmm. and a mortgage broker where they, what are you exactly send, saying at prime lending? Uh, so we're a mortgage company. So we only deal in mortgages. We don't do anything else. We write okay. our own loans. We fund our loans. Uh, we don't, we can broker out to other banks, but we generally speaking, we write our own loans here at prime lending. We underwrite them here at prime lending. We, uh, process things here at prime lending. So it's all localized. Um, and then, uh, of course we have all the available products that are needed out there in the marketplace from regular conventional loans to, FHA loans to renovation loans to uh, um, new construction. So we do everything that any client could possibly need, we can do. And prime lending. So I know you're a Massachusetts guy, but you are in New York. Where can you help? If someone's listening today, where can you help them? Like what states are you licensed in? 
Well, um, I can help anybody across the United States. Okay. Um, there's certain states that I would need to have another loan officer work on it because I'm not licensed in that particular state. But most of the states we are, and if not, we have uh, excellent resources for people to work with us to uh, write that loan for anybody in the country. So I don't really get too crazy about it or involved in it. Mm -hmm. If somebody calls from uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Massachusetts, I can write it and okay. away we go. So, Okay. And of course, in New York. Absolutely. Did you say New York? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't say New York. <laughs> but I also know, too, like you in New York all over. And I know that's one thing that that's why you wanted to work at like prime lending so you could help someone, whether they were in Manhattan or upstate New York, obviously the entire state you can help, which is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I was at the credit union, we at that time only serviced basically Dutchess County. So right. that was limiting since I was at Wells Fargo and could do everything nationally. Um, so prime, prime lending has opened up a number of doors from that front as well, which has been tremendous because I still do and I still have contacts with, you know, people in Massachusetts, New Jersey, everywhere mm -hmm. from the Wells Fargo days and contact lists from them as well. So that's really, um, you know, I, I just look at it as from the standpoint of somebody's going to call me, I will find a way to do it one way or the other. I love that. I will say when I met you, you know, in, you know, where I live, sometimes I don't want to work, right? So I was... Um, dealing with loan officers not in the area where I, I live in New York. And I remember when someone wanted to introduce me to you, I'm like, oh, I don't know. You Did know. you say that again? You said, uh, or no? Uh, I said, uh, I don't what? know if I want to work with someone local. I've already, you know, I blah, blah, blah. Right, and I'll never over. forget. <laughs> no, I'll never forget, you know, the first time meeting you. And you asked uh, for Noel and I to come to an event and we spoke and, you know, we just clicked like that. And I'll tell you why, because right away your clients are first. And I, and that's why I was drawn to you because you wanted to solve any problem for your clients. And if credit was one of the issues, you wanted to make sure they, that credit wasn't going to cost them money, but actually save them money. And that's a lot of times, John, I have to be honest with you, a lot of other uh, loan officers, they just want to close the loan. And they're mm -hmm. not worried about the 30-year commitment or 15-year, whatever. And I love working with you and your clients because of that. I know, you know, the passion that you have. And I know education is first. You're constantly not only educating your customers, your your referral source because you're always hosting i saw last week like you were hosting a real estate event you know had a lunch and learn and um you know i i think that's great and so when it comes to realtors if there's any realtors listening today what would be the most important advice in this moment right now that you would be sharing with realtors well you know, the market has changed. Um, rates have gone up. We're all anticipating that things will um, open up again. You know, we went from a, a very low interest rate environment to all of a sudden, boom, uh, gas prices went up, interest rates went up, and um, 
we all are sitting there saying, okay, what are we going to do? The business sort of just stopped. And now we're finding ourselves all in a, an environment that it's starting to improve. We're starting to see pre-approvals come back after the new year. We're starting to things, uh, see things start to open up a bit. My biggest thing with uh, most realtors and most um, organizations uh, in particular is that you need to use all the resources that you have. And what I say that is a lot of organiz- a lot of real estate agents belong to organizations and they don't use those organizations as, as well as I think they could. And what I mean by that is um, using the local resources that are available to you because there's so many intricate parts of this network. So I work with, uh, a realtor that calls me and says, I need somebody pre-approved. We look at it and all of a sudden that person's credit needs to be repaired or there needs to be something done. I have a contact with you to do that. There's other resources within my control too. So mm-hmm. for example, when somebody calls me, uh, there may be an attorney that is a local attorney that can provide excellent resources and funding and, and, um, a good price, if you will, to be able to do that work. Homeowners insurance too. These parts of the puzzle are all affiliates. And I, I think that, you know, most of the realtors I've been working with, we sort of form a team because we know that there's efficiencies in that team and that there are things that we can do together that will get the deal done. So what you had said earlier about me the passion about making sure people um, get the mortgage and I don't let people just, um, you know, walk away, if you will. Uh, That's part of the whole process. I look at it as one, this is the most fun I've had in my career in my life because I was in the food industry years ago. And um, while that I thought was fun, this is absolutely the most fun I've had. And I, I, I have a strong passion of, trying to make sure that I help as many people that I can. And when mm-hmm. somebody calls me and I see something that needs to be uh, done or helped, um, that's going to help them and become uh, positive for them, either getting the loan. And we've gone through this with people that, you know, um, their credit needed to be, uh, there needed to be some assistance for them because they didn't, uh, you know, pay attention to certain things on the credit. And, you know, a lot of times they don't really understand how important that is. Mm -hmm. So my big thing with, and I just went through this with a um, seminar last week with um, a realtor organization here in Dutchess County. Um, The big thing was utilize your local resources because the efficiencies that are there are only going to help your clients in the long run and at the end of the day it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing we're here to service and support those people who want a mortgage i don't wake up in the morning and say i want to write five loans today so i can make x amount of money right i wake up in the morning and say i am hoping that five people will call me so i can have the pleasure of helping them succeed in getting the financing that they need Right. And I know that you're always wanting to give the value first, you know, the value of your time to make sure they're in the right loan 
and product and and that's why you know i love working with you your team your clients it's amazing and you mentioned something of course you mentioned credit so let's just ask you this it's my one question i ask everyone how did you learn about credit well i learned about credit from some people i know namely yourself <laughs> and noel and 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 it's funny i talk to uh clients a lot and they'll say I'll go over the credit report with them and they'll say you know, something about credit and a question. And I'll say, listen, I know enough about credit to be dangerous, but I don't know enough that I'm an expert and I stay in my own lane. So my point is always going to be if there's a question about credit that I can't answer that is readily available to me or I know the answer is 100 percent true, I will then you know, obviously you refer them to you guys and uh, have the experts answer that question. And that's that's sort of what I, I'm trying to pre preach to um, everybody that, right. hey, stay in your own lane. I, I know mortgages, I do mortgages, I have options, I have things that I can do with rates and other things that are gonna help people get that loan. I am not an expert in credit by any means, but I've been working with you guys for so long and you guys have uh, has have been very um, forthright in telling me certain things that I know. So sometimes I will email Noel, for example, and say, here's what I think we should be doing. And people <laughs> like, well, Reedy, could you let me do my job? You know, like, uh, I'm the credit guy. You're not. So, no, but you learn along the way, of course, of oh, course. Yeah. But I feel the same way, John. That's why I love having you on as a guest because I'm not a mortgage lender. I know nothing. I stay in my lane. I know certain things because one, I hear you all day long, all the time. I have uh, closed on my own homes, right? So you learn yep. as you do your. But I can't answer very detail. I I I can't, and that's why. I'm glad you're here to share that information, just like realtors or financial advisors or lawyers. You know, I could put together the dream team, but I'll be talking about credit. <laughs> right, exactly. And I and I, and this isn't it may sound a little different, but, you know, I have a lot of people that, you know, refer me and uh, financial planners, for example, and, you know, um, People find, I, at least I find, they, they, their financial planner, they're usually tied to pretty good, so they listen to them. And mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll get, well, my financial planner said, and I and I'd be like, well, when was the last time your financial planner actually wrote a loan? Because it's like that, the fact when somebody will say to me, well, they say I should do this. Well, who's they? You know, right. and it usually t typically uh, pans out that, it's their parents or somebody. And my father said, I should do, well, your father wrote a, got a loan 25 years ago right. or 10 years ago. And there was no, um, uh, you know, you didn't have to have uh, documentation. You could do streamline. You didn't need any of that stuff. And now that the mortgage process is all about documentation, all about making sure that we have all of our information about that particular client and, it's the reason why credit is so important today because mm -hmm. credit is a part of how you get your rate, what options you have, how you get your homeowner's insurance, what you pay for title insurance. 
uh, excuse me, um, PMI insurance if you need it. So it's tied into a number of different things, including what type of mortgage you are going to actually get, whether it's a conventional loan or an FHA loan, any of those type of things. And all those add up to credit is one of the biggest things that generates those um, parts of the mortgage. So that when people call me and say, hey, what's your rate today? I don't know. I have no idea. But once I have your information, I can tailor everything to that particular person. That's why when somebody calls me and says, well, we just saw on the internet that rates are this. Well, you know, that rates are formulated by the individual loan application. Okay. And when you go online and you look at rates, that's just a guideline if at best, because it will tell you what they sort of are, but your particular situation as an individual comes into play. And that's why I spend a majority of my time trying to get people to get on my website, get the information, send in their documentation so that we can validate everything. And then I can actually say, hey, if you close today, this is your rate. Right Now, if you close 30 days from now, we're going to watch it. We're going to watch everything. And we're going to have the options available to us that I'll present back to that client to say, if you did this, this is what we could do. This is what we could do. Or if you put this much down versus that much down, there's all kinds of, you know, intricate ways of looking at it to find the best options for that individual. And that's so true, John, even in credit. So many things you said, one about talking to your parents or whoever, and the last mm -hmm. time things change, whether, yeah. it, you know, in the credit industry, I'm sure in their industry, whatever they're doing, things are not the same as they were not only maybe six months ago, of course, 15, 20 years ago, but also what you said about uploading the information and, you know, filling out an application, I can talk credit all day long. How many hours does everyone have? Yep. <laughs> because <laughs> you know me, I love to talk about it. But what does yeah. it mean me talking about it if it's not specific to you when you are right now in that moment thinking about purchasing a home? Instead of me talking so general, why don't we have a real credit game plan? Let me really look at your credit report instead of just saying this, that, and the other. That information is good to always learn. I'm not saying that, but it's different when you're ready to really be looking to purchase a home. And of course, we want to be talking to me, to you, well in advance, not first start looking for the home and then talk to us. You know, absolutely. <laughs> you know, this is this is like the best conversation about that because so many times i'll get someone calling me and said my you know so-and-so told me to call you we just found this house it's beautiful this is what we want and then i go online we get their information and they've never been pre-approved by anybody and lo and behold their credit is not where that needs to be and they're not going to get the best options or they're not going to be in a position to be approved based mm -hmm. upon what you see, right? So right. I always tell people, let's put all the cards on the table, let's get it up front, and let's make sure that when you're working with your realtor and that person is driving you around to 20 different houses, spending money on gas, 
and everything else to get you there, that they are not wasting their time, that right. they, you are actually in that position to be able to make an offer and, uh, you know, be approved. Right. Now, I've taken that a step further in a lot of cases because, you know, you can run this through the system, get their credit, look at everything. They can tell you what it, uh, they make. But a great example is somebody that goes online, fills out the information and says, you know, I make $100,000 a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then they get pre-approved by some system online and they never talk to anybody. And the reality is, is that they didn't know that they started their job a year ago and their base salary is 50,000 and their overtime or commission is the rest of it. And they don't have two year history of it and therefore it can't be used. Right. So they're out running around looking at, you know, three, $400,000 houses mm -hmm. and they're not prepared because they're not ready. So right. what I try to do is get as much of the documentation in and make sure that we approve them subject to finding a property. Now that's a, that's a mortgage commitment subject to you finding the property that you're looking for in that range. That's a mm -hmm. whole different ball game because now you're not pre-approved, you're approved for that specific amount. And we've already given you a commitment that we'll do that loan. That's because incredible. we've seen all your documentation. Right. So I love that. Cool. And that feels yeah. good as I know I would I only want to go shopping for a house when I know I can get the money. Not you know, right. I mean, I don't want to be also You're not shopping looking... anymore. You're done. You you, you got <laughs> at the moment. Listen. Yeah. Listen, whatever. But um yeah. <laughs> I want to know what I can afford, right? So yeah. I don't want to be looking at a $500,000 house if I can't afford that, you know? So that's it. You know, yeah. instead of being like not knowing, I want to know exactly. I want to feel good about it. I don't want the stress. I mean, it's just to me, it just makes sense. It's just that a lot of times we you don't know what you don't know. So well, that's why yeah. we're here. And, you know, it's it's interesting because a lot of times I will get somebody and they'll say, oh, I was pre-approved by such and such. And and I'll say, OK. Well, let me uh, give you a second opinion and see what it looks like. And um, <clears throat> oftentimes I find that people don't realize banks, we approve you based on your gross income. Well, you don't make gross income. You make net income. So when I put together something, I always point out this is how the mortgage is made up. It's made up of your principal and interest, your homeowner's insurance, your taxes, and in some cases, your uh, PMI insurance, if you're not putting 20% down. Okay. And if you're buying a condo, it could you, know, you add in the HOA fee or in a case of a, a co-op, the uh, common charge, right? Okay. So all these things are added up. And I always point out to somebody, before you look at anything, would you please just look at the monthly payment? If you're renting at $1,200 a month and I'm presenting back to you something at $2,700 a month, that's that could be payment shock. Are you prepared for that? Are you right. ready for that? Is that what you want You know, in the equation? Because 
they're so used to paying 1200 bucks a month, mm -hmm. what's going to give, right? So they have to know what that monthly payment is. And the principal and interest is, if you're doing a 30-year mortgage, is never going to change, right? Mm -hmm. That's going to stay constant. Right. Homeowner's insurance may not stay constant, may need to increase it for whatever reasons. Taxes, you can best believe they're never going to stay exactly the same, right? right? I love when I get a teacher and they say, oh, those taxes are high. I say, yeah, well, we have to pay the teachers, you know. So the school budget's out and you're going to get a 20% raise. Where do you think that money's coming from? Um, I remember a long time ago, I did one alone for somebody that was a superintendent of schools. And he said, you know, uh, he was from outside of New York, upstate New York. And he said, I came down here and I got this great job and everything. Now I'm looking at these taxes. This is ridiculous how high these taxes are. I said, yeah, you know, they just hired the superintendent of schools and you should see his salary. Huh? That's why the taxes went up. So we had a good laugh about that, but that's true. Uh -huh. it, and, you know, taxes do change the ball game as well. Um, and in converse to that, you know, once you get to 20% equity in your property, PMI has to go away. So that can drop out. Um, mm -hmm. HOA fees, you know, um, they're set, you know, it could be $300 a month when you start. The roof needs to be uh, fixed. They add up, uh, you know, some more into that to cover that. And then they go back down again. But, you know, that's one of the risks that you have to be very, very aware of when buying certain types of properties that things will go up. So when you're really, really tight and the ratios are really tight, you got to make sure that those people really understand what they're getting into, that you're not putting them in harm's way. Right. They understand what they're getting involved in. And I, I think that's the most important thing for me, that they feel comfortable with all the information I provided them. Right. Just like you said, the sticker shock. Sometimes until you see yeah. that monthly payment, same with uh, for a car, you know, but with a car, yeah. it's only three years, maybe, you know, with that yeah, right. house, you've got 30 years. So, yeah. I mean, not all the time, but most times. So great, great advice, John. Thank you so much for joining me. Can't wait to have you back on. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Always love to do this. And uh, I, uh, I uh, continue to say I looked. I looked at that video that we did at um, one of the realtor events. Yes, we could I have our that. own TV. We could have our own TV show. I'm telling you right now. Um, I know. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody, start calling us. We'll there you uh, go. we'll say yes. So yeah, absolutely, John. Always a good time and always great information. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Jeannie. You got it. Bye.